How can a passion for football goalkeeping fuel a thriving and profitable business? Let's find out together, shall we? Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode 24, and I've got a very special guest today for you, David Scott. But let's call him Lord David Scott, and you'll find out why as you listen on to this episode. I'm not going to give too much away, but let's just say that you'll hear why sometimes a passion can really be turned into a profitable business, why life events such as redundancies can be the best things that happen to people when you act upon them, plus why you need to be the goalkeeper of your business so that you can actually achieve the goals that you set for your business and don't get distracted by chasing the wrong opportunities. Intrigued? Well, all you have to do is keep on listening on and don't worry if you're not a football fan because what David has to share is totally World Cup worthy. You can tell I'm a big football fan, can't you? So a very warm welcome to my guest. It's been some time since we've had a guest on this podcast, but the wait has been perfect because I have got the wonderful David Scott here. Welcome, David. Hi, Osman. How are you? Yeah, very well. It seems like only a couple of years ago, and it's scary to think it's actually been over five, nearly six years ago, where I had the pleasure of working with your wonderful wife, Claire, on her NLP courses with me all the way to Master Practitioner. I'm sure you remember that well as well, David. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. I actually um, learned a lot from that as well, man, so it was great. Definitely. And I remember distinctly, and this kind of brings me into why you're here on the podcast. During the NLP Master Practitioner course, we have a celebratory dinner. And that's where obviously I got to meet David and um, obviously through that period as well. And I remember during that dinner, David, you were telling me about what you were doing at that point in your life for work and some of your visions that you had and what you wanted to do. And then since then, you've actually went and taken action and made it happen, which is totally inspiring. And that's why I thought we need to get people like David on the podcast to share the journey because I'm sure it's not been easy, but I'm sure it's been filled with lots of ups and downs. And that's why I'd love to just have this virtual chat today with in terms of bringing your experience to to the listeners here. How does that sound for you? Yeah, no problem at all. I'm looking forward to it. So take us back, David, obviously I know your story a bit, um, but take us back to, you know, what did you start doing for work and tell us about what you're now doing. Okay, so I left school in 2005 and I got a mechanical engineering apprenticeship um, with a company in Glasgow. So I worked as a mechanical engineer for almost 10 years. It was just under 10 years at the point I got made redundant. But I soon realised it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I did the four-year apprenticeship and got offered the full-time job, which is great. At this point, I still enjoyed doing the work. But as I get a bit older, as I get a bit more aware of what I actually enjoy doing in my life, um, I kind of fell out of love with it. Mm-hmm. So it was almost getting to the point where you're going to work every day and you're just you're struggling to get out of bed. You've got no motivation. You're just um, going to work, getting through the motions and then coming home. And as you know, Osman, I had a a big um, football background. I played semi-professionally as, as a goalkeeper and I got a 
a major injury in 2009 when I snapped my anterior cruciate ligament. Oh, that sounds painful. I can relate to that pain in some way. <laughs> yep. I've seen your video from a few weeks ago, yep. so you definitely can. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happened to me in 2009, and unfortunately, um, after a series of operations, that kind of brought my footballing career to an end. But that's when I realised that I didn't want to let it stop there, so that's when I wanted to get into coaching. Yeah. Um, so it was around two, kind of 2011, 2012 is when I realised I didn't want to do engineering anymore. I wasn't particularly great at it, but I had no motivation to get better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually launched my own goalkeeping academy in the local area where I am down in Greenock, and I launched that in June 2013. And this was with an aim to to move out the engineering. I wanted to to do goalkeeping full time. It's what I love to do. As as you know, and as my wife knows, I'm absolutely football mad. I could watch ten games a day. So when I launched the local goalkeeping academy, um, that was with the plan to kind of leave engineering and go full time. So what happened was in 2015, in June 2015, I get made redundant from my engineering job. And I kind of seen it as a, an opportunity for me to go and do what I eventually wanted to do. But at the same time, it was still very fearful, you know. It was um, living, living with your wife and a, a young daughter who's only just turning one year old and you've got all your bills and responsibilities. Um, it was quite daunting. But I sat down with, with Claire and we both agreed that if I don't go and chase my dream now, then I'm never going to do it. So as of June 2015, I've kind of been out there on my own chasing the dream. Perfect. And interestingly, because and I've obviously worked with a number of clients that have had something similar, like an external event such as a redundancy that gives them that kick to go, right, what am I going to do? So it helps them to reevaluate or it helps them to go, this is the perfect time. So hindsight's a wonderful thing, David. But let me ask you, if you didn't get made redundant, do you think you would have taken the plunge at the same time or do you think it would have taken you longer? What's your thoughts on that? No, it definitely took me longer. Um, I, I don't hide from that fact because at this point in time my goalkeeping academy I was only doing maybe two or three classes a week mm-hmm. so it was nowhere near where I needed the, the financial income to help support to help support the family my bills and myself Yeah. so it, it would have took me longer so um, it definitely came at the right time and it's actually it's actually quite funny um, it was maybe only maybe about 12 months down the line I actually shared this with Claire <laughs> okay so when I get made redundant, you know, it goes through an appeals process and I was made aware that I could have got my points increased so that I wouldn't have been made redundant. Okay, yeah. But I wanted to keep that quiet because I, I really did see this opportunity and I thought, I need to go for it now. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I think that's a key thing. And I think I love the fact that it's important to recognize because some people out there, and again, it's valid because it can be down to responsibilities and all these other factors or or even stories in our mind as well, where we think it's not the right time. It's not the right time. And I still remember you might have known my story from previous podcasts and conversations that we've had, David, where I actually took, took the plunge when I got offered the promotion in the bank. And it was like a Instead of taking that, no, 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 this is a kick up the the backside. I needed to then go, right, how do we move that forward? And again, it was down to my wonderful wife. Um, she wasn't, we weren't married at that time, who basically was like, this man, actually do it just now. So we've definitely got great women on our side, don't we, to help us encourage our business um, empires as well. 
So interesting on that, David. So you were made redundant and then you then went, right, okay, this is it. This is what I'm doing in terms of your business and your income in that way. So tell us a bit about that journey. What happened after that and what is it that you kind of focus on doing now, if you can? Yeah, of course. So as I briefly mentioned, I, I opened the Goalkeeping Academy. That's called Be Number One Coaching. So I opened Be Number One Coaching in June 2013 with a view to always going full-time in goalkeeping coaching because that's what I love to do. I, I love giving back to the kids and I love staying involved with the game. But when I get made redundant in June 2015, I also I increased the numbers in the academy. I took on uh, some additional coaches to increase the numbers. Um, I opened up in a different location. Um, I added different services to the, the coaching academy. But one, one thing that did happen by chance was, um, as you know, my wife Claire was working part-time in a nursery at the time. And her manager got wind that I was a sports coach and she asked if I could come in and do some sports coaching with um, the young young kids. And I thought, yeah, of course, no problem at all. That'll kind of help me out as I, as I learned to build the business. And so I was in there. I would, I would do two hours um, every Wednesday morning. And then I got thinking this could maybe be a good business idea. Um, go into different nurseries yeah. and do the multi-sports coaching. So I look back now and, and this, this caused me to get sidetracked. So for 12 to 18 months, I, I was chasing this. I was going for... Um, my local goalkeeping academies and I was doing I was called the Active Kids Scotland so I would be contacting nurseries I would be getting into nurseries I would be trying to build up the website build up that and it was only kind of 12 to 18 months down the line that it was another light bulb moment it was like hold on you, you actually you came up with a plan in 2013 to go into goalkeeper coaching that's what you love to do and here I find myself chasing this multi-sports coaching for kids um, even though I enjoyed doing it but it wasn't what I wanted to do full time. So I said, no, hold on, I need to stop, I need to reevaluate. So it was actually in January 2017, call it a New Year's resolution if you like, but, but um, I sat down um, just myself and I, I listed what was important to me, what's not important to me, where do I want to be now, where do I want to be five and ten years' time, and it all led back to goalkeeping. Yeah. So what I did then was, I said, how, how can I take be number one further or what else can I do to get me involved in goalkeeper coaching so I came up with a, a new business venture called GK Nexus and what GK Nexus was is the idea behind it was what what would I have wanted to help me as a goalkeeper coach when I first came on the scene because at that moment in time the only place you could go to learn was like your, your local SFA coach courses or anything there was kind of nothing kind of online it was that held any true value to it of information. So I came up with GK Nexus, and GK Nexus is a goalkeeper coach education platform. So what we do is we've got a, an online website where we create lots of multimedia content, and it's behind a, a monthly payment wall on the website. I decided that um, to, in order for me to make this really successful, I wanted to bring a team of professional coaches on who already had the name and the, the weight behind what they can let you learn. So I, I went through that process of coming up with names I wanted to work with. Um, and one of the names I wanted to work with was a man called Eric Steele. Now, Eric Steele, we've got a background behind Eric. Eric was a guy I always looked up to. He was the, the goalkeeper coach for Manchester United. He worked under Sir Alex Ferguson. He knew stuff, to put it, to put it lightly. Um, and he was now doing work with the English FA. He was kind of doing subcontracted work. So I contacted Eric 
I sold in the division behind GKNX. I wanted to be able to help and educate goalkeeping coaches of all levels all over the world yeah. at the touch of a button. They didn't have to go to these conferences. They didn't have to go to, to physical courses. They could just log on to their mobile or their laptop and get access to top quality goalkeeping content, which is going to educate them. And here we are, kind of 18 months later, and it's grown arms and legs. It's been fantastic. And I love the the journey that you said there, especially with the, the Active Kids Scotland, where sometimes ideas can seem, oh, this is great, especially if it's an opportunity or a carrot dangled in front of your eyes. But like you said, and what you experienced is about, well, that can sometimes take you away from what you really want to do. But whereas it gives you that perspective to go, no, why did you get into business in the first place? And it doesn't mean that you always have to just focus on what you started doing. So in terms of, I know you still do the goalkeeping academy as well, the, the in-person coaching, but then being able to go, right, if I was to keep my focus in that area, what's the opportunities? And that's kind of, I love the fact that you've you know, leveraged time um, you know, by spreading things online in that way. So it sounds like it's an interesting journey that's happened so far and it'll continue to continue that way as well. Yes, it's, it's awesome. I mean, we actually, I launched the, the website in February 2017 and for the first six months, it was a kind of goal to just build a brand, build up the knowledge behind it, put out our value and what we can, what we can um, help our social media followers um, learn. And it was, always, it was always a target to move into a subscription model. So I actually did that and it was on September 22nd, 2017. So we launched this, the subscription model and we reached um, three figures within two weeks. Fantastic. So we had over 100 members in two weeks. And we're still working towards an initial target of 500 before obviously going to that magic number of 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. But um, on the back end of that, it's, it's, it's opened up so many many opportunities as well. Um, I've actually hosted a goalkeeping conference in Newcastle in May this year where we had lots of top coaches from around the country there. Um, so that's where you've got these conferences and all these coaches will come in, they'll do their presentations and their practicals. So I actually hosted that. And I actually presented on behalf of GK Nexus out at a conference in Florida this year in June as well. And that's where I actually announced the signing of our American coach, Phil Wedden. And what came of that actually is we've actually just signed a, a contract to deliver a goalkeeper coaches workshop in Dubai every single year. So myself and Eric Steele are heading out to Dubai yeah. um, in December and we are going to have lots of goalkeeper coaches and goalkeepers from the Dubai and surrounding areas come in for a two-day event with myself and Eric Steele. So um, it's been great. GK Nexus has really grown arms and legs and the support we've had behind it. Um, it's been great so far. It sounds like it. And I, and I love the fact that there's still so much scope from there in terms of how you can focus on on growing that. But ultimately, it all came down to you getting out your way and making that tough decision to go, no, what am I doing in that way? And um, changing and pivoting when you recognize that things were sidetracking you as well. So sounds great, David. And I love the, the journey from, as I say, sitting, having dinner with you. I think it was Thai that we went to. It was. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Thai food, but I got a, a kind of noodle dish that night and it was fantastic, I remember. That's just taking me right back, very helping you dissect that menu to choose something for you. <laughs> um, but it just goes to show like from, from where you were to, to where you are now. So what jumps out for you in terms of, you know, one of the proudest moments during that journey for you? There's, there's been several, I must admit. 
Um, I think when I get made redundant, to actually deciding for myself along with my wife to actually go, that was that was a proud moment um, as a partnership for myself and my wife to actually have belief in ourselves. Because as you say, Osman, I'm well aware that I couldn't have built um, the business on my own. The, the support that I've had from Claire has been instrumental in allowing me to do what I want to do. So it was, it was a proud moment actually starting the journey. And then there was proud moments when I... When I increased the, the services for my local goalkeeper academy would be number one coaching. We actually did full day camps where we had like 50 goalkeepers come in for one day and we done practical sessions. Um, so that, that was a big achievement. And then the achievement on September 22nd to actually launch GK Nexus, the online platform, because um, there was a lot of work going into the background of that. Obviously, that's um, it's, it's online, so I had to to kind of self-teach myself a lot on the behind the scenes of running websites and software issues and subscription models. So it was a, it was a proud moment launching that. And then looking back on September 22nd this year, 2018, after a year in business, I shared a bottle of Prosecco um, to celebrate. And I think you should always celebrate milestones. Yeah, totally agree. You have to work towards milestones and celebrate them. Yeah, so many, many proud moments along the journey. And what about surprises? Anything that you thought might have been easier and it turned out the reality was far from that on the journey or any challenges that you've had, David? Where do you start? I think um, being out there on your own and building a business is, is very challenging. One thing I, I, do, I do miss about working um, kind of as, as part of a team is being able to bounce ideas off each other, etc. So I, I think being out there on my own is, is really difficult. And sometimes you kind of, sometimes I was getting into sort of maybe a rut where I strive on routine. I, I, I need routine. And then sometimes you find yourself out your routine without realising. And then you're maybe going through a couple of weeks of you're just getting stuff done at the last minute because you're, you're juggling so many plates at the one time because you're on you're out there on your own. And then it's like another light bulb moment, right, hold on a second. Why are you feeling this way? Right, what do you strive on routine? Right, so let's get a routine back in place. Let's do this at that point, this at that point. Um, so I think being out there on your own and, and as I say, spinning so many plates at one time is, is really difficult. And how does that um, help? Obviously, with GK Nexus, you've obviously got other people that are coaches in that. So does that help you feel like you're part of a bigger team in that? Or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so right now I have um, three coaches that, that come in and work. So I've got um, Eric Steele, Tony Elliott and Phil, um, Phil Wedding. And what, so what we do is I'll, I'll go and visit them every few months and we will film maybe three to six months worth of content. Right, yeah. And then I go back, but um, I have to piece it all together. So right now, it's, it's like a one-man band. I'm, I'm doing everything between website updating and video editing and fixing any software issues on WordPress. So it does help to have part of a team because obviously these guys are on their phone call away. So we, we, phone, we phone each other more or less every week to bounce ideas off each other, to talk about how we can improve the quality of content that we're sending out. Yeah. And it's actually only at this moment in time where um, I've started to actually outsource some, some more work to other people. So we've actually outsourced the filming now. Cool. And at the start, I was doing a lot of filming. Um, so I've actually outsourced the filming and I'm be looking to outsource the, the video editing shortly as well. Yeah. And then that's going to allow me to focus on other areas of the business um, that I'm really strong at, like growing the business. Perfect. And I love the fact that, you know, because I know from my own personal experience and again, working with hundreds of clients where when you go out there from 
being in a team or a corporate environment or a, a traditional type of working environment, that can be, depending on what your superpower is and what you need and what's important to you, that missing piece. So often even from you know the mastermind that I've got at the moment, one of the key points that a lot of people make is it feels like even though that they're all running their own business, it is they've got that team spirit. There's other people in there. So definitely it's important for anybody listening here that's thinking, I need to have people around me as well. Think about who could be in your team, even if it is just a, a virtual team or collaborators in some way as well. I love, 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 David, that you use the word, um, you, you thrive on structure and routine, okay? <laughs> and I remember many years ago when Claire was doing her master practitioner course, she, as part of that, did her wealth dynamics profile to find out what her superpower was. And then she was like to me, can I get another token? Because I want to do um, David's profile. So I think she wanted to make sure she knew who you were and making sure it was a good fit for relationships as well. (laughs) (laughs) And you came out as being a Lord profile. So let me just give a bit of a background for those that haven't heard about Wealth Dynamics. If you have listened to any of these podcast episodes before, you will know that I bang on about the importance of knowing your entrepreneurial superpower. And that is whether you're a creator, a star, a supporter, a dealmaker, a trader like me, an accumulator, a Lord like David, or a mechanic because once you know which type of entrepreneur you are, it then allows you to focus on those strengths and really get your business and yourself in flow. So being a Lord, and I think you're the first ever Lord on this podcast, so welcome. <laughs> <That way. laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, and it just goes to show that Lords aren't all just hiding away in dark caves. Um, they do actually get themselves out there as well. But typically, Lords can be quite cautious. They can be very organized. They like to have details. They like to analyze things. And they're really good at seeing what other people can miss as well because of the way that their mind works. Um, So they're really comfortable typically in the back end of making things happen in a business and not necessarily always out there being in front of people or even like the start of their business. Um, So how does that sound so far from what I've kind of shared? Does that connect with you or what's your experience, David? Yeah, of course. Um, I actually remember doing doing the profile many years ago, and I remember at the time really looking into it and actually working to my strengths. And it was actually only when you actually launched that podcast again, Osma. Um, I actually looked back up about the Lord's um, traits again to try and to get it back into my model. Because as as you say, like, I, I need to be I need to be organised. Yeah. But within the business, I'm quite good at doing all the, all the numbers and detailing the targets that we need to meet, etc. But Sometimes I can, I can get too caught up in that. Yeah. Um, so no, the, the law profile does, does suit me. Other aspects as well, I actually quite enjoy doing the public speaking side of it because, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I hosted a, a goalkeeper coaches conference in, in Newcastle. So that was in front of a kind of 100 people we had there. So that was great. Definitely. And I think that's the thing, um, you know, David, Lords, for example, like I said, you know, they, they don't always have to be in the, the background, but typically, you know, if someone has a Lord um, profile, they like to have their knowledge about something. So they're talking about something that they're passionate about or they've got expertise in. And that's where it's like, okay, let me get out there and talk about it. Um, whereas other profiles could be more comfortable on a variety of topics. And I love that. And it takes us back on and I'll come on to that in a second. But if you've been listening to this and you're going, what, what kind of profile am I? I 100% think every single business owner needs to know what their profile is. So if you'd like to find out what your Wealth Dynamics profile is and figure out, are you using it in your business or how could you use it even more, then jump over to the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 24 and you'll be able to find out how you could do the profile test to see what your entrepreneurial superpower is. 
going back to that, David, so I love the fact that you've said that you like public speaking, especially on topics that you're um, passionate about or an expert on. And I love, because I've had so many clients in the past that they went, I want to have online courses. I want to leverage my knowledge in some way, right? And then they look at the online world, which is amazing out there now, especially with online courses and membership sites, etc. But then they go, what can I talk about? Okay, or what could be my my positioning? So you've obviously got that that part of um, the, the the puzzle. So football is massive and stuff, right? But you chose goalkeeping as the the key focus. How has that helped you? Would you say in terms of by you niching down on that particular position? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, massively. To be honest, but when I played football, I I, I was a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, so I played at a, a pretty decent level. Um, before injury kind of kind of got me to hang up the gloves, not the boots, the gloves, as they say when you're a goalkeeper. Yeah, but being able to actually pass on some knowledge as goalkeeping. I mean, I, I could talk about goalkeeping all day, boss man. I just love the position. I love researching the position, researching what goalkeepers are doing well, what they can maybe improve on, and how we can transfer that to help coaches. Um, I, I love doing video analysis, so I, I'll, I'll look at goalkeeping performances and I'll do video analysis on them to try and share with our members what the goalkeeper's doing well, what it could improve on. But I'm, I'm just so comfortable in, in the topic. As I say, um, when I launched the Academy in 2013, that, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do goalkeeping yeah. because it was, it was what I loved the most. It was what I had the most knowledge of. So why not chase, why not do for a living what, what you love the most and what you have the most knowledge of? So um, having, having the goalkeeping aspect on the website is great because there, there is some kind of other businesses on the market that are running a slightly same model to me yeah. but they're focusing more on you know outfield and goalkeeping combined and the feedback that we've got from GKNX is, is the fact that it's so uh, specified to goalkeeping uh, is what they love and what, what we do is as well we actually create content that's going to educate our members um, a lot of the other stuff is just kind of short video clips so the feedback we get is the fact that we go through each stuff individually. And one of the things that we do, Osman, is during our coaching sessions, our coaches will come over to the camera and they'll ask questions to the members that are watching the session. So you're, build, you're building that one-to-one interaction with the member. And then on the website in the members area, our members get to answer the questions and they get to ask our coaches any questions they want on the sessions that they're seeing. And then one week later, I'll do a podcast with the coach and we'll answer all of our members' questions. So it's a great educational tool that nobody else is doing. And I, and I love that fact. And again, I, I'm always banging on about this and there'll definitely be a separate podcast episode about that around the power of choosing who your ideal customer or your niche market is. And especially for someone that has a Lord profile that likes to have structure and likes to have focus in that way. It just, I'm sure, as you said, makes life easier for you so that you know, right, that's who we're talking about in this particular position that can help from a marketing point of view. And also for those that are looking for that help, it's not like, all right, okay, it's just more general football coaching or any kind of position. Um, So it's a win-win in that way as well. So definitely it'll be a shining example for anybody sitting here thinking or scratching the head as often as that case or avoiding the who is my ideal customer or or avatar just to think about it from a point of view in your case, how by you niching down, how it's helped you radically and and rapidly grow your business in that way. Yeah, I think niching down um, it, it was only ever one option there was not an option of, of going bigger to be honest but actually having that that niche is, is incredible for us because even though some people might believe it's, it's a small market 
um, when you transfer it to to all coaches all over the world. I mean, right now we have members from five different continents. Um, so we've, we've got members from all over the world who are working in football. So it's actually a bigger market than people think. Great example. And hopefully that inspires others that are thinking that they are trying to be too kind of generic in that way as well. So what exciting things do you have coming up? I know you've talked um, a bit about, you know, you've got the conference coming up in Dubai and you've signed up another coach in America. Anything else that you're excited about, apart from having another baby as well? <laughs> yeah, having another baby, that's that's top of the list right now. Um, but as you say, yeah, Dubai next, next month is um, going to be incredible in December. That's going to be incredible. We're hoping that's going to open up more opportunities for us as well but I've actually kind of sat down over the last few weeks and I've actually bought myself a new kind of um, pin-up bowl to put in my office which is in my hall yeah <laughs> so and that's working we've got all new targets to hit and um, we're going to be looking to focus on other streams of income um, within the same model so it's exciting times on September 22nd this year that was as a year in business and the first year was about consolidating and building um, but now it's about striving to get even better so we've got some plans to um, increase the, the levels of content um, increase the quality of content so yeah it's all go here at GK Nexus Sounds amazing. I'm excited to see how that continues to unfold as well, David. So as we start to wrap up, okay, so you've now been in business, obviously, since you took that plunge as well, and you've had many lessons as well. So if you were to basically sit and give another business owner a shake, okay, or just that, come on, what are you playing at? Get out your way. What's your top tip or piece of advice that you'd want to impart on the, the listeners here? I think it's okay to feel that you're not doing good enough. Um, I think at times we can set so much high standards for ourselves that you believe you're not hitting those targets, but you actually forget what you've actually achieved behind you as well. Yeah. So I, I think it's okay to have those moments where you doubt yourself, but as long as you can sit down and say, right, okay, and pull yourself out the other end. I believe a lot of people in business will have these, these self-doubts at times. Um, but I think if you're able to pull yourself out the other end, and you've actually got people around you. I've got an incredible wife who supports me. Um, I've got other people that help me on the business side. So it's important to have maybe not a network of employees, but just to have a, like three or four people that you can go and bounce ideas off and, and talk to um, and to get yourself back on track. Totally, totally agree. And I think those are wise words as well, because, you know, it isn't an easy roller coaster ride. And that's kind of where I'm very honest with, with clients and, and even, you know, myself and my peers as well around things won't always go to plan. We often have higher standards. And I think it's what t Tony Robbins says in terms of, you know, I'm paraphrasing this, we often kind of overestimate what we can achieve in a year, but underestimate what we can achieve in a decade. So often we're like, right, let's go make this happen and basically set that bar so high that it can feel something sometimes unachievable but it's what you do with it that makes a difference if you are constantly kind of on that that element of oh it's not working it's not working and bury your head in the sand well things aren't going to change or if you think well I can't I can't change or I can't pivot that's where we can kind of then hold ourselves back as well so it's about just being honest and and like you say recognizing the journey that you've been on and what you've achieved so far as well yeah, 100%. Perfect. And my last question is, um, so being a Lord, and I'm sure Claire agreed to this, does she still call you a Lord David around the house? <laughs> or do I need not to remind her of that? No, not so much now. A wee, a wee um, nudge would be great on that. Yeah, <laughs> I will do that as well for you. So David, as you wrap up, how can people find out more about you and what you do? Yeah, you can feel free to connect with me on, on LinkedIn um, and also visit the GK Nexus website and see what we do there. Um, it might not be... And um, what you're interested in goalkeeping, but you never know, you might find some tips on there about how to 
maybe market for a subscription model. So get yourselves on there. And if anybody wants to reach out to me and discuss their journey and discuss my journey on, then please just reach out to me at david at gknexus.com and I'll be more than happy to um, to share some ideas and share some in time with you. Then I'll put all those links and the email address over at the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 24. So David, thank you. Thank you so much for your time here. I think if anybody is now thinking about goalkeeping, you are going to be front and center of their mind, which goes back to the power of niche. And I look forward to catching up with you and Claire um, in a very, very near future. I know there's exciting times ahead. I think the last time I saw you was at the Christmas party, wasn't it? It was indeed. What a great night that was. It was. And this time, I'm sure um, Claire could do the driving, so it'll be even more fun (laughs) for you as well. (laughs) So on that note, um, thank you. And I look forward to sharing another episode with you all next week. But as I said, during this interview, if you want to know what your superpower is, please do come over to rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 24, where you can find out what your Wealth Dynamics profile is and how you can use that to rapidly grow your business. So until next week, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.